Today is packing day because this weekend I am heading out to Marfa, Texas, which I am totally excited about. I've never been to Marfa before. I want to talk a little bit about why I am super stoked about this trip because it's the first trip that I've done in a long time that there's no camera announcement. There's no press event. It's not like a company thing where I'm going to report on something for you guys. I'm actually going out there just to take pictures, personal work, make some videos, and do a bunch of fun stuff. So what is so interesting about Marfa, Texas, you might ask? Allow me to explain. Marfa is all about this guy. Donald Judd. Donald Judd was this artist slash sculptor who is strongly associated with this minimalist movement that came out of New York in the 1970s, 1980s, although he hated that term. About the 1970s, he started buying land in the city of Marfa, Texas to get away from New York. He established this huge place where he could store large-scale works of art, not only from himself, but also his contemporaries as well. See if this is worded better than I put it. In his work, Judd sought autonomy and clarity for the constructed object and the space created by it, ultimately achieving a rigorously democratic presentation without compositional hierarchy. It created an outpouring of seemingly effervescent works that define the term minimalism. Never Nevertheless, he is generally considered the leading international exponent of minimalism and its most important theoretician through such seminal writings as Specific Objects, written in 1964. What does that mean, and why are we looking at this on a photography channel? Well, Donald Judd is known for a lot of works that you see in museums such as this, these metal boxes stacked up against a wall. But the key to understanding Donald Judd is not just looking at these aluminum boxes, the way they're stacked, it's the space between them and how that creates a contrast and symmetry to the object as a whole. So these objects have just as much to do with space as they do the actual materials. That's where we get into some of this idea of avoiding composition. So this is Marfa, Texas, and you can see that before Judd, there was a military base there, and you see these barracks. Judd bought these when he was alive, and this is where his work is stored. Today, it houses the Donald Judd Foundation. It's also known as Chinati. This is going to be a really cool trip. This is one of the exteriors here, and if you go inside of that, you have these, these cubes that line the room. So Judd passed away in 1994 and the foundation is still there. There are works on display by not only Donald Judd, but also people like Don Flavin, Klaus Oldenburg, Robert Irwin has a huge installation there. It's really gonna be a lot of fun to go see. Since then, there has also brought up this huge art community that kind of is there, probably in part because Chinati's there. Also interesting is that Marfa is geographically very interestingly located. It's not really close to very much. It's about an hour from the border of Mexico, a couple hours from El Paso or Midland. Tell you what, let me give you the lay of the land here. Okay, so on a map, this is Texas right here. Mexico's down here, Oklahoma, New Mexico. Up in north central Texas, this is where I am now. This is Fort Worth. We're going to be going down here to Marfa. And as you can see, there's not a lot around here. Here's the US-Mexico border. This is Big Bend, which is supposedly beautiful. And here is Marfa, Texas. There's kind of a triangle of little towns here, all about 30 minutes apart. You've got Marfa, Fort Davis, and Alpine over here. Pulling up directions, this blue line is the fastest route, and it is about seven hours and 15 minutes, that is if you don't stop. There's two other choices here. Little known fact, I hate driving on the interstate. There's nothing to see, it gets boring. I would almost rather sacrifice, add another hour to the trip, 
have a more interesting drive and it'll just seem like the whole thing's faster. I'm not real sure yet, but that's what we're looking at. But it's gonna be a fun trip. And earlier I mentioned that I have never been to Marfa, which is a little bit of a stretch. I have never been to Marfa. I have been to Fort Davis. I went to camp there when I was like in the sixth grade. Check this out. So this is like sixth grade. That's me. That's my cousin. That's our friend Scott. Never thought you'd see me doing this, huh? So you might be saying, Ted, this minimalist stuff is great and all, but what does minimalist sculpture have to do with photography and why do we care? It actually has everything to do with photography. I've made videos for a number of years now, and if you followed me for a while, I've done composition videos on minimal use of space. I've done photo assignments on this stuff, and one of the things that is most fascinating to me about photography is the space that you're using in your composition. You have your subject, you have your point of focus, you have what the photograph is about. But in composition, I would actually argue that the negative space or the spaces where nothing is going on is just as important as the positive space. So Judd's works are three-dimensional and they're not framed in a composition like a photograph is. They're more of an experience and how you're going to interact with that work and see it in its environment. But I think that is so inspiring to me as a photographer. That's part of why we chose this as the location to go to. So when it comes to photography and art, I have an appreciation for minimalism. However, when it comes to my own packing style, definitely not a minimalist. And it really doesn't help that all the research that I've done online, it's a little bit vague in terms of when you're on some of these sites, if photography is allowed or not. One of the things they say in there is they say they don't encourage it, they encourage you to have a direct experience with the artwork, but it doesn't say no photography. So I'll definitely be having a direct experience with the artwork, but I'm not really sure what I'm going to bring, and I don't want to bring too much stuff if it's not going to get used. One thing I am definitely bringing this time around is my drone. Now, Marfa is in a part of Texas where the desert meets this mountain range. You're in the Davis Mountains and you're in the desert. And so I think there's going to be some amazing landscape opportunities. And usually I don't pack this because it takes up a lot of space in my luggage. And when I fly, if I'm not going to be able to use it when I get there, kind of a waste. So I'm really excited about using the drone and I got this cool thing. So DJI were nice enough to send this to me to check out. This is a controller that they have now for the Mavic series and it's an all-in-one controller. I'm really excited to try this out too because one of the things that I don't like about flying my drone is that if you've ever used any of DJI's products the way it works is you typically use your cell phone, plug that into the controller and that's what gives you the user interface. This has it built in so it's got this thing. I know it's a little bright. In fact, that's a note I want to make because it's really bright. And I argue that you can see this in the sun much better than you can your phone. And the other thing that's really cool about it, because you're not using your phone, you don't get texts and phone calls when you're flying your drone. So I think that is not only a less annoying experience, it's probably a safer one too. So definitely packing that. Another thing that I am definitely bringing in, don't laugh, this is actually one of my favorite things these days. This is the GoPro Hero 7. My favorite thing about this GoPro, it is tiny. My second favorite thing about it is the image stabilization that is on these now. It is incredible. I've actually been doing videos with this and you guys might not have known it because I didn't make a big deal about it, but for something that fits in your pocket that you can just pull out and film with, it's incredible. And I think what has surprised me the most about this is I've actually been using this as a stills camera too. It shoots raw, it's only 12 megapixels, but it's plenty to work with. And again, the size, that's the big deal. The biggest downside to this, however, is the fact that these lenses, if you've ever used a GoPro, they tend to have a little bit of 
a fisheye distortion to them because they're really tiny. And one thing I really like about working on Final Cut is that you can use plugins to deal with the correction of some of that fisheye. However, I've been using LumaFusion on the iPad and I'm pretty sure that's all I'm bringing on this trip and it does not do lens correction. So that's a little bit frustrating. So we'll have to figure this out and it may just be what it is, but I really recommend the GoPro. Very cool. Next up is this thing, which is my favorite camera that I've had recently. This is my Sony NEX7. This is not a new camera, it's a number of years old, but I had Sony do an infrared conversion on this camera, and they actually converted it to be a full spectrum camera. I've done a bunch of videos on this recently, and if you're interested in knowing more, I will put links in the show description. It's really cool. Basically what Sony did was they took out the IR cut filter, sorry, the low pass filter and the IR cut filter both, makes it a full spectrum camera, so it is sensitive to light beyond the visual spectrum, which is awesome. I've had really good experience with this over the last few months. I shot on it a lot in Sedona when we were doing hot air balloons. And I really like the look that this gives you. And because you don't have the IR cut filter and the low pass filter, you use external filters that go over the lens and they filter out certain bandwidths of light. You get really interesting results. So I'm definitely bringing that along. And I'll definitely be bringing this along, which is my Wine Country camera filter system. I did a video on this recently. My friend Rod owns this company and it's a really cool filter system that you can use neutral density filters and even a circular polarizer. If you're shooting landscape, you can improve color contrast as well as use slower shutter speed. So if you've got some nice clouds that are moving and you want a slight blur to them. So I'll do a demo of this when we get out there. This is the newer one that fits super wide angle lenses that don't have filter threading. So this is going to be pretty cool. The only other thing is I need a camera that is not infrared and not little teeny tiny. And I'll probably use this one, which is the Sony a7 III that I'm filming on now, because then I can also do some vlog stuff with that. Probably pack my gimbal. It's always weird for me to do these check out what's in my bag type videos because like, I mean, I'm gonna pack some clothes. Do you wanna see that too? Probably not. So that is what I'm doing this week and I am super amped and I'm gonna bring you guys along. We're gonna be doing some vlogging and such. My friend Eric Rossi, who you've seen on this show before, he's actually flying down and this is gonna be a big deal. It's the first time he's been to Texas. So tomorrow he gets in, then we actually leave Friday morning and tomorrow I'm gonna to give him the complete Texas experience. One of the strong traditions in Fort Worth is the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. We're gonna take Eric to the rodeo and get him into it. I had never actually been to the rodeo myself until I moved to Fort Worth four years ago almost now. And it's pretty cool when you go and you see what some of these riders do and like they have way more athletic ability than most professional athletes. It's pretty insane, so maybe we'll do a little bit of vlogging there too. So that is some of the stuff that you can expect to see on this channel over the next few days. We're gonna be doing some vlogging, and the thing about vlogging is I really don't know how it's gonna turn out. So we'll all have to see when it does. It's gonna be fun, I'm gonna bring you guys along. If you have any suggestions or things you want to see while we're out there, drop me a comment below. I will see you guys in the next video. Until then, later. Music